What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Jack of All Trades. I am your host, Jacqueline Renee, aka Jax, Jack Jack, Trapper Die Jax, if you know me like that. Today, this one's for the 80s babies, aka the elder millennials. You know, we've been through a lot and we're up against so much every day, but somehow everybody remains thriving. So get out your pens and paper today. We're going to assess where you land on the 80s baby slash millennial success curve. We're going to talk about what your family dynamics are looking like. What about your relationships, your career, your spirituality? Let's figure out how it all looks uh, when you pull it all together. And most importantly, let's figure out how you are feeling about yourself these days. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, this week, Jack of All Trades is going to take on the 80s babies dilemma. And I, of course, have another very special guest with me. So I'll give you a chance to introduce yourself, special guest. Yo, yo, yo. What up, people? It's your man's TK. Uh, That's short for TK. Uh, Out here and just doing the thing. All right. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to expect from TK, guys. So (laughs) we're just going to roll with it. Um, full transparency. We tried this uh, last week. Didn't work out. Technical so, difficulties. Yes. So we are back for um, a second attempt. Back like we never left. Right. Um, nothing has changed in America. So there's that. Um, well, I guess something changed. The president did get impeached. Two times. So, yeah, that's two strikes, you know, (laughs) third impeachment, man, you're exiled. (laughs) Hey, we should, we should send him a box of peach mints. (laughs) That was a dad joke and you're not a dad. Well, anyway, now we know a little bit more about me. We're learning. learning. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about the eighties babies. We talked about, um, whether we identify truly with the millennial stereotypes or not. And sometimes we don't. So sometimes it's more of an 80s babies thing. So we're going to talk about where we kind of rank on the scale of success when it comes to being a millennial slash 80s baby. Because it's rough out here. (laughs) So, um, TK, let's start with family let's get some of these things right on out the way i mean since <laughs> since we talked about me not having you know no kids or anything we might as well start there yeah so so you know what what what, what do they say you're supposed to have kids by by 20 you know when you when you were younger you're like kids and a wife by 25 something like that yes so something I'm, laughable mm-hmm. i'm i'm 33 uh no kids no wife thank god <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I could have gotten, you know, obviously I think anybody could just get married and just have a kid, but for me, the situation mm-hmm. has to be right. And it, it thank looking back at it now, but if I would have had a, a kid with any one of them, any one of them, it'd be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on this show right now. I'll tell you that. Fair, fair. Okay. 
Okay, I'm obviously not a parent either, but you know, as always, as I am a plant parent at best, oh, that's about that's about all I've got going. But you know, lots of friends with kids, always praying for the the people with toddlers. And, and you want kids? You know, that's a great question. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> and I feel like at my big age, it's like, <laughs> girl, that just sounds like that means no. But yeah. I would agree. Like, I definitely would want it to be with the right person. Mm-hmm. I can't think of many people in my past that I would be satisfied, you know, having kids with. So I'm okay with where I am. I'm, you know, I am not, I don't feel like I am, you know, I have a void. But imagine if you had a little Jackie 2.0 with you and y'all could be watching Soul and y'all could be dressing up in 80s gear, telling her, you could be like, yo, back in my day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. And it's funny because you say that and it doesn't like, you know, warm my heart. Oh, so. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's me. So I'll keep, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it in mind, right? Like I said, I do understand the humanity of it all. Like you don't have forever. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't live in in delusion, but I just, hey, I'm like, God doesn't carry me this far. I don't know what's going on around here. So we'll just see what happens. Hell, yeah. So I think we can agree. We don't, you know. We don't get any extra points there in that zone, but but yeah, it's but, all good. Yeah, but and I, but I definitely don't feel like I'm I'm behind or I'm missing out on something. Now, granted, mm-hmm. you know, you you start to look through your through your through your you know your text message groups, and Friday night come and this kid got you know this person got to watch their kid, and this one got mm-hmm. a babysit. You know, then it's like okay, well, now the single people are dwindling down. The turn up crew is getting smaller yeah. and smaller. Hmm. And you know what? It's okay. I think because at least for us, like, you know, we know some really solid families. So I don't mind hanging out with the families, with the young kids, you know, or whatever, like, because for the most part, they're all good people. The, the men, the men are cool. The women are great. But I try, I, I, try, I try not to curse in front of people, kids, but I can't help it. So I feel bad. I, I, <laughs> Well, I don't know. Try harder. (laughs) Do better. (laughs) Right. But no, I think, yeah. But it's also great because ultimately those are, you know, friend groups and you don't have any like real obligations to them. You know, it's like you can enjoy your time and you can still step away and go back home to your tranquility. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so yeah, but it's all good. You know, I'm pro family. I'll put it like that. Good okay. For, good for everybody. Yeah. Yes. What about? I'll tell you what. Though, mm-hmm. What about adopting? Would you? Would you adopt at, at some point? If if you know whatever didn't happen, you didn't birth any kids. Um, I don't know. It sounds like a lengthy process. I feel like if I want to do that, I should probably start now. <laughs> start <laughs> saving. A, right. Start saving, and if I want to get a kid, like anytime soon. Um, which I think is low key kind of messed up. Like for all the kids that are in foster care or that need adopted parents, like why is this 
such a lengthy process. Not to say you should just turn kids over overnight, but my goodness, like, why does it take so long? I don't I mean, know. It, it, I feel like in an unofficial way, right? And, I, you know, we might get banned for saying this. Um, but it's kind of like human trafficking. Like, like kids are expensive. And to, to buy them, to move them, to get them fostered, adopted, however you want to phrase it, somebody mm. getting paid a whole lot of money to make that happen. I don't know. That seems so weird. Because in the interim, it's like nobody is taking care of the kids. But I feel like I'm about to go down like a, a rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I would consider adoption, but it still would be like a good handful of years from now. Yeah. You know, I feel like I would be in a different headspace and want like a different type of fulfillment out of life mm-hmm. that only a child could give. And I don't like I'm not in that space right now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on from family topics. <laughs> What about um, what about social media and how it has permeated every aspect of our life? Do you find yourself with a strong social media presence or um, persona, mm-hmm. anything like that? So I've got I've got the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, um, Snapchat. Those, those those are what I have. So I'm not I'm not on the TikTok. I, I ain't that cool. I probably don't even get it. Uh, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm bigger on Twitter than anything else. Okay, yeah. Because Twitter, yeah, I... Twitter's Twitter is where the news is. Twitter mm-hmm. Twitter is the only place where you can get news and nudes in one without even moving your thumb. <laughs> That's just amazing. Oh my gosh! I think a lot of '80s babies slash millennials get a lot of of everything they consume from Twitter, whether it's actively on Twitter or from screenshots from Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. where it bleeds into other sites and mm-hmm. other social media platforms. But yeah, I mean, I definitely am on a lot of these different apps and stuff. I, I have like tight knit communities. Cause I mean, you social you and you, and you, as much as you travel, you keep in touch. So I, you, I know you on there. Yeah, but I don't have, like, some ridiculous following, you know, for just, like, no random reason, mm-hmm. you know? All, all, Which, your, all your followers is friends. Yeah, like, I feel like I follow people that I truly, you know, either am inspired by, connected to, I'm a real fan, or I follow my friends. Mm-hmm. I don't just follow random people, and random people don't really just follow me, but <laughs> I've come to be quite okay with that. <laughs> back, back. <laughs> Because it's a lot of randoms out there in the world. So, you know, I don't want everybody like following me, pressing me about what I got going on. (laughs) All up in my social media business. Right. (laughs) But, you know, the 80s babies are making a lot of money, you know, on socials these days. Because, I mean, we, we, not we, but we, we were the first generation of Facebook, right? Well, yes. So that's a great point. The 80s babies. More specifically than the 90s babies, millennials, we were like the last like sector of a generation mm-hmm. to go from analog to digital. Right. Like we went from picking up a phone and swinging around a dial <laughs> to, you know, what we're doing right now, <laughs> cell phone in it. So, 
yeah, like we really know both worlds. Like we went from everything requiring um, an on and off switch <laughs> to, you know, being able to just touch your phone and it lights up for you. So yeah. in, in, in this short amount of time, too, because think about like where dial up, yes. what dial up was when we when, when the Internet started. Right. I think yep. shout out to Al Gore. And now we we are on our phones and everybody's talking about run away from 5G. Like what? Right. Right. <laughs> Right. This is within 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, I think that it's interesting because now that we all have this access within social media and stuff, everybody is just using it in, you know, all different types of ways. Oh, what, what what's your screen time? My daily my daily screen time, according oh. to Apple last week, was uh, an ashaming Eight hours and 14 minutes. <laughs> oh, you're doing better than me. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because um, I don't do, so I do a lot of Twitter, but like once I get to the end of the feed, you got to wait a mm-hmm. couple hours before it gets popping. So, you I know, don't... I don't do that much on the on the phone. I text, you know, whatever, but like I'm not big on the face, Facebook or Instagram on the, on the, on the phone, so. What Wait, how do you look it up again? Hopefully this doesn't hang me up. No, nah, you should be fine. So uh system screen yeah, go to system and then screen time. Scroll down a little bit. It's in the purple with the hourglass. Okay, okay. Oh snap, I'm down. I'm down to six hours. No. Okay, what did you say yours was? No, I'm down to six hours and thirteen minutes now. Oh, mine is my average is eight hours and 48 minutes i am down 40 percent from last week so i don't know what i've been doing this week <laughs> i'm down 27 percent from last week so that's an improvement so which so which which social media eats up all your time like how are you spending all all, all the screen time oh my gosh like this is like an exposure right now okay <laughs> So I would say that I probably start with a good dose of Twitter. Wait, is that that how you start the day? You wake up, you go, you go straight to the socials. Um, not straight to the socials. I've incorporated better habits. You know, I get a little uh, devotional time in for all you spiritual girls out there. (laughs) Um, but then yeah, pretty much after that, it's off to the races. So. I probably go to Twitter first and just see what like the latest news is, mm-hmm. you know, especially in these tumultuous times. Ooh. And then I word. have, yeah. And then I have my, you know, tight knit circle uh, that I share memes with. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to anybody in my meme crew. <laughs> Are y'all the, no, I was, it was going to be another dad joke. Fuck it. Meme girls. <laughs> yeah. I know what you were going to say about the algorithm. I heard it coming out. Um, and then from there, I go to Facebook, see what's going on there, see what they finally caught up on on the book. Now was because they they're a little late. They always a little late. So now, now, I are you? Do you follow your family? Are you Facebook friends with your family? Like, is that just checking in on fam? Because that's how my Facebook is for the most part. Facebook for me is like co ex coworkers, coworkers, or family. Yes, Facebook is family. Um, college friends, because we, like you said, we're like first generation Facebook users. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
coworkers that do not currently work in the same office as me. Okay. <laughs> There's got to be some specific. distinction there. Yeah. Very specific set of people. You got to graduate from working in the same office as me <laughs> to be on the social. Sorry, not sorry. It can't be um, too close. Can't be too close. Um, and then now there's Clubhouse. That doesn't help. Um, <laughs> it helps, but it doesn't help because I do try to be intentional on there and, you know, go in rooms where I might be able to learn something. And I have, you know, learned a few things here and there. It's kind of cool. But mm-hmm. then there's also, you know, Rattlers. They, the moan, they like the, to. The moan room. You oh, know, there's you talking about different? <laughs> I'm talking about different. Yeah, I'm talking about different, different rooms. Well, um, keep, keep talking about your room. Keep talking about your room. I'm just saying, I like to, you know, go into different rooms where I can learn something. But you know how rattlers get. You know, we we like to kiki a little bit, and there can always be a good kiki when you are dealing with rattlers on Clubhouse every day. So, so there's that. Um, and I think that's really it. But I mean, yeah, it's a lot of social media. I, it's we're we're very connected, and in a in, in some ways, it's good, especially since you know pandemic. Right. So and now, I know, you know you make friends in so many places. Now you can keep in touch with them. You know, it's good right, that, right, right. So, so yeah, my I mean, but again, it's like it's pretty tight knit. It's not like I'm on social media and making a post, and then it's like thousands of likes and all that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but our, and our generation isn't as addicted to it as the generation behind us. Like I feel I feel like with some of the, like TikTok, like I don't get it at all. Like I feel like a grandpa. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I feel like it depends. I I think there's some people that are our age that are in it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> they true. are. That's true. Cause we have the first opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of be obsessed with it. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It's interesting. I, it's not going anywhere though. But it's not. I think we can assess that social media is not making or breaking us in our day to day. Twitter should be here forever. Right. Long live Twitter. <laughs> um. So what about um money and investments? What's up with your coin? So, uh, oh, not the Bitcoin. So. <laughs> I think I think I think everybody has to at some point, right? You you, you talk you start talking about like what you want to do at certain ages. So at some point, I was like, okay, by 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 age twenty five. Well, by the time I graduate college, I want to make this 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 kind of money. Five mm-hmm. years from then, I want to make this kind of money. So I had this scale mapped out in my head, and I and I I've achieved my scale. So so good job to me. Um, yeah. But right, that that that's in my own little vacuum, right? I can look at some, you know, some LA stuff and be like, I ain't, I ain't doing it big enough yet. You know what I mean? Or I can look in Mississippi and be like, nigga, I'm, I'm Gucci. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay. Speaking of like different locations, what, do you, where do you think the '80s babies and millennials are really gonna like flock to in like the next five years? I think, I think, I think Charlotte. I think. I think the black this I think yeah I think they're going to Charlotte. I don't know. I think maybe because of like folks that are just a few years older than you. Yeah. And all the stuff that went down in Charlotte some years back, it just mm-hmm. doesn't appeal to me. 
But I'm wondering how many people are going to be like, you know what, I want land, you know, and I want to feel like my dollar is going farther to your point. So I wonder how many people are going to go, you know, to like Mississippi, Alabama, like rural Georgia. Do you think that'll happen? I don't, I don't, and I'm Southern, but that just sounds country to me. Like that's <laughs> like every place you just said sounds like I need to walk around with mosquito repellent. Like, yes, you do. What about okay? So times are crazy, right? You know, we we about, grandpa's about to step into the president's office. What about people leaving the country? Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, do you think all... people will do that? Would you be one of those people? You know, I am all about taking a little time away. Um, I know Barbados was offering to accept people to work there, like, remotely for up to a year. Shout out to Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna, you know, for making that happen. Wait, excuse um, me, Rihanna. She, she told us her name. You're Rihanna. right. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how we did this. Can we edit that is... out? Let's not do that again. <laughs> yes. Rihanna. Um, <laughs> also... The great people of Ghana have said that they would be willing to accept us. So I'll be doing my ancestry.com. Are you going to submit your DNA? I'm going to submit it and make sure that I have it in time for Black History Month so that I can um, officially declare, you know, (laughs) how much um, Ghanaian blood I have Uh and, uh, you know, possibly make that trip. Um, (laughs) Anywhere but here. <laughs> right. It's right. looking really good right now. I think that's the motto. Anywhere but here. So I think that's a great point. You know, we could see a, a true flock, not maybe super far, like especially if the if people could go to the islands and they could handle us and welcome us. I right. would do it. Yeah. I'm going. I I would much rather that than Mississippi. You know, I yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> no, no. No, um, right. Love shout lost. out to big. Shout out to big crit. You know, we, we, you right. Know. No love lost to all of my family in Mississippi. You know, <laughs> but that ain't my struggle. If I could go in any direction, I would probably go across some water before I go anywhere else in the country. Ugh. I don't know, but it's hard because you know, a long time ago, I don't think I would have ever thought like that. Oh yeah. But the '80s babies have seen too much. <laughs> yeah, we we don't figure out the, we don't figure out them buddy passes, <laughs> right? We jumping on flights, Airbnbs are cheap, right? We know how to get out of here, right? <laughs> Passport, how many stamps? <laughs> right, I'm trying to get a visa at this point. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, what about relationships? Relationships, I mean. We, I'm in them, you know, getting getting in and out of them, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... emotions make you cry sometimes. <laughs> Ooh, throwback! Put that on the put that on the list. <laughs> put it on the list. I'm gonna play emotions on the station head. <laughs> emotions, H Town, shout out! Shout out to them. So yeah, um... oh, that that knocked me all the way off track. I didn't even know what the question was. That I just want to hit a song. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm single right now. I've been single all of 2020. Shout out to 2020. Um, 
but like it's necessary at times, right? You you got to recenter, mm-hmm. you got to do you again, and all that. So I'm chilling. I, I like it. Yeah. How about you? Where you yeah. at? You got you got secret boo on on Twitter? No, no secret boos on Twitter. Um, yeah, you know I have been single uh, in perpetuity, but I feel like. I am really working on, you know, just like a better version of myself. Mm-hmm. Like 2020 was a hot mess, but it was really nice to just spend time like by myself with myself and start to make, you know, some, some better decisions about how I want to, you know, show up in the world going okay. forward. So, okay. so I feel like that's helpful and I mean, unfortunately, it's still a pandemic and I, you know, typically stay my ass in the house. <laughs> so maybe, you know, on the other side of things, you know, I can go back out into the world with a different, you know, so so, so when things do open back up, are with that attitude, are you about to be the most lidiest lit lit person on the block? Um, you know, it depends. <laughs> you know, I still feel like you know, my job told me that we got until at least like June or July before we're back in the office. Mm-hmm. So that tells me, you know, at least I have like, you know, a little bit under six months right now to just work on, you know, whatever I want to do. Like, right. get the health game up, get the fitness game up, get the mm-hmm. routine together, all that kind of stuff. But when I go back out into the world, like if it's in July, I'm probably still going to be very cautious. Um because I still feel like everything's going to depend on how we progress. So mm-hmm. if things don't really get that much better and I'm just leaving home to go to the office, but I'm still masked up a lot and, you know, that kind of stuff, which is probably inevitable, right? Right, right. I think masks are going to be here for a while. Yeah, I'm still going to be in and out the house. But maybe like in 22, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I might be ready to step out and, you know, with the Roaring Twenties vibes. Oh, uh, we about to put we about to put vacations on layaway. Yeah. That's about all we can do. I also have like a goal of, you know, being ready for the world for homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna miss that homecoming. <laughs> no, I won't. I don't know um, if Tallahassee can take it. I don't know if they can either. I thought about that shit earlier, like that should that I will be swinging from the <laughs> ceiling from wall. Okay, true yeah, kitchen so, and cocktails. Look out! I'm twerking on furniture, bitch. I'm going. I, the The amount of reasons that everybody's gonna have to come to homecoming next year, the, uh, this year, excuse me, we this year, right? I mean, yeah, this year is gonna be crazy. You don't need a reason. We all got a reason, right? <laughs> oh, you, if you're you still alive wanted, you always wanted to go and you never went you coming now or if you never missed one and you had oh. to you know hold right. off last year right you got a reason it's not going to take much for this to be packed out I heard all the hotels booked up already and that's where I do get nervous because you know, I don't necessarily like want to stay with a whole bunch of people. So I don't know where you think you're gonna go, and ain't gonna be a whole bunch of people. I know. 
this is always my dilemma. Like, there's probably a bunch of people listening. Like, she always act like that. Like, <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll see. But I want to be there. Um. I know that all the '80s babies. You know, we're the millennials in general. We're real grown. We definitely gonna show up and show out. We can and afford look, to look do good. all the we things. Look fly. Everybody gonna be fly. You got to if y'all trying to be fly at homecoming. Start now. <laughs> Just go ahead and start now. You you got number online shopping to do. Right. You got number time to be at home drinking your water, getting it together. <laughs> Don't expect miracles though out of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah. Again, you know. I, where are we ranking high? Because this relationship shit, that didn't work. So <laughs> let's go back to, let's go to spirituality. How about that? <laughs> okay, yeah, because we, we 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 need something on ours. Okay, let's get some points. Let's get some points. Yeah, we need some points. <laughs> uh, So spirituality, what, what, uh, what you mean? So um, what are your spiritual practices like? Are you a religious person or do you have, any sort of routines that kind of keep you connected to a higher power or a mm-hmm. higher being. Okay. Okay. So I grew up Christian, right. And I was mm-hmm. always in the church. I was in the choir. I was an usher somehow on different Sundays. I feel like that was child abuse, but um, <laughs> once I got a little older, I kind of s- stopped going to church as frequently. Right. You just, you know, you're a little bit hungover on Sundays, so you don't go and, then it's out of routine, so now you now you chilling, right? So, um, what age did you stop going? Stop. So, probably like right after I moved here into Tampa. So, you know, twenty twenty two, twenty three. Oh, okay. You were going to church in Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah, I was still going to. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Bethel Baptist. <laughs> oh, okay. What was that like? Church in Tallahassee was crunk. Because, like, <laughs> listen, you, like, it, it's, they say it in the songs, and it's a joke, but, like, girls show up to church wearing yesterday's clothes is absolutely a thing. Oh. So, like, it'll be some chicks in there with their club dresses on, getting their Jesus in, because they know what they just did. <laughs> okay. And that just, and that's something to praise the Lord for, because that's, that's just perfect. Okay, so after that kind of church, you moved to Tampa, and yeah. So w- once I moved to Tampa, the it is different. Like back home, we you know I had these really good churches, and I you know I was involved, I was in this, I was in that. But once I moved, you know, to to a new city, and I'm working, and I'm not really involved in the church, I felt like mm-hmm. way more disconnected. And then I was able to like start to just observe as opposed to participate. And I saw like some of the things that a couple of the churches that I went to, I just really didn't agree with, like how they would treat people when nobody looking or, you know, interchurchal affairs, you know, all kind of, you know, non quote unquote non-Christian things. Mm-hmm. So then so then I was like, you know, what? it's not the church that I need or I need to get every week. It's 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 the book. It's, you know, my relationship with God or whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go to the church that distracts me from that. So I. I kind of just stopped going to church on that too. Um, but I still, you know, I still check in, check in with my Bible. You know, I still, you know, I meditate. I'm probably more spiritual now than religious. Are you clicking a pen? I'm sorry. 
I was. Okay, go back to your Bible. <laughs> go back. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I check in on my Bible every now and again. Um, you know, and I meditate sometimes. You know, I just I'm more spiritual than religious, but you know, I feel good. I feel like I'm going to a good place when it's all done. <laughs> okay. How about you? Sorry, I was like, this clicking. What's nah, going on? Um. So yes. Um. So I grew up Christian as well. It was funny when you said it, but it's like <laughs> that was me too. Like <laughs> I didn't really go to church every Sunday. I started going to Catholic school in third grade and graduated. Yeah. Went from public to Catholic school and graduated from Catholic high school. Um, My grandmother. So So you had to convert? No, I wasn't like I wasn't in a <laughs> denomination. Okay, <laughs> I don't know how it works. I don't. <laughs> Catholics are Christian. <laughs> I don't. You know, you you say so. Uh, what you mean? <laughs> so anyway, um, where was I? Yes, my grandmother. She was Baptist, so we would go to her church sometimes growing up. Um. But yeah, you know, I didn't come up in the church and then in Catholic school, you study religion. Uh So it it became something that was more textbook to me Mm -hmm. instead of like taking religion, you know, every day and like applying it. I mean, it was applied to my life, but I would say as an adult, I had a very similar experience like you. Like I didn't go to church often, but I, I went to church a little bit. I remember when I was living in Dallas. And I was enjoying it for a while, but then I just remember the pastor started saying stuff that I didn't agree with, you know, mm-hmm. and it was like, I'm not feeling this. And when I stopped going there, then I pretty much just, you know, stopped going to church in general. And like you said, just really became like more focused on my relationship with God and finding ways to incorporate spirituality into my daily habits and you know, just knowing that my walk is an individual walk mm-hmm. and I don't have to be perfect, you know, in God's <laughs> eyes. Um, so, and I think that, you know, kind of tying back into the theme, you know, the 80s babies, like, that's really one of the dilemmas is the church, you know, amongst us and our peers. Like, we come from um, families and generations that frequented the church and were yeah. very religious and practiced the religion versus a lot of us being more focused on the spiritual and doing things that, you know, kind of focus on higher self and mm-hmm. a very personal relationship and not being, you know, in a pew every week, you know, and, and not uh, tithing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, where do you feel like the church is going to go for the 80s babies? Because there's also a lot of us that are still very religious. Yeah, right? absolutely. So what does that look like in the future? Maybe maybe church goes digital, right? Maybe maybe all this COVID stuff, you know, that people are still having church right now. And mm-hmm. for, 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 the, for the lazy person that says, oh, I'm kind of hungover, I don't feel like getting dressed up and da, 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 da. They can just go online, right? Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe people just get they got in, in smaller doses and 30 minute sessions and go about their business because everybody has a super short attention span. Right. So like, ain't nobody trying to be in church for two, three hours no more. Right. 
all day okay (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine I couldn't even imagine going to a church right now and seeing people playing like you know they're participating but they on their phone (laughs) yeah yeah I think that definitely leaves room for like you know like the YouTube pastor you know or Mm -hmm. because if it goes digital then that means your pastor first of all there's already clearly a lot of people that are participating in live stream church services right but if it truly goes digital where even how some of these um oh man televangelists are you know that have like what like the 700 club or whatever yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) if it goes more in that direction where it's virtual or it's on youtube Mm -hmm. i would be interested to see like who kind of pops up you know as the new pastor that, that, but then, but then they'll turn into like internet church virtual celebrities. Yeah, maybe it'll <laughs> be the same as the you know as a as a physical church, right? You'll have some pastors that will have small followings, and you'll have some that will have big followings. Shout out to Joe Osteen. Really? Do we? Shout him <laughs> <out>? <laughs> My man turned the stadium into a church. (laughs) He said, you can't come in here. Okay. (laughs) So I would give myself a good ranking, you know, like a a plus, a solid grade for spirituality because I am working on me and I feel connected. You know, I feel tuned in. And and, and the basis of about every religion is just be a good person, right? Right. Are you being a good person? Yes, I am. Gold star. <laughs> I don't know why I felt like a six-year-old lying. Like, <laughs> because I actually like really am trying to be a good person right now. <laughs> your fingers are crossed behind your back when you said that. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What about um, career? You know? The 80s baby's on the rise. I have so many great friends doing great things. I, I know VPs and, you know, all types of executives, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to my accountant, you know, yep. <laughs> uh, all of my good people. Like, how do you feel you kind of rank or, or fall? Hey, shout out, shout out to the entrepreneurs, too. Don't the entrepreneurs. About the there are definitely some hardcore entrepreneurs doing their thing. Y'all got me buying all types of stuff all the time. <laughs> supporting black owned, supporting Sup- our people. Supporting black business, okay? <laughs> I'm going to get a yeah. good episode going with a lot of businesses. I can't wait to do that. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. Um. So how do you feel like you rank? So, I, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm a professional, you know, and during, oh, I clicked the pen again, uh it's just a habit. Um boom. Uh I'm a professional, you know. I got I got a nice little office job, but my office is at home now, so I got a nice sofa job. Um and you know I'm doing pretty well financially and all that. So I, I got no complaints uh career wise. Now my mm-hmm. my question has always been like, do you know have you found your purpose for like your job? You know, they say if you love what you do, you never work. I still go to work, don't get me wrong. <laughs> So, like, it's a job, but the job could be a different job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a lot of millennials, right? 
Mm-hmm. They say we not loyal to no job. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm feeling my, you know, professional career right now as well. Um I I like where I am. I enjoy what I do every day. Mm-hmm. Um I'm interested to see where it will go, you know, in the next 5 years because we're experiencing a lot of change right now, but um I think you know, in general, though, I do kind of want to stay put. I do want to stay yeah. with the same company. I think that is the thing with millennials, too. Like some of us, at least me, you know, we're kind of on that cusp of being told to, you know, work hard, get your experience and then get a job and, and stay there. And, and stay there. Hard, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And retire from there. And get then, you a good pension. <laughs> yeah. Right. Build your 401k. But. <laughs> there's also a lot of us that have been able to jump ship and start, you know, their own businesses or Mm -hmm. do their own consulting. Um, Or maybe it's not even just so much like going into business for themselves, but they just are not staying with one specific company because they are able to achieve like success in a different position or in Mm -hmm. a different capacity with another company. Yeah. And sometimes just jumping, you know, companies get you, you know, a, a higher salary. Right. So right. cost of living keeps going up. If job A ain't giving you a raise. All right. OK. The price of a brick stay going up. OK. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's the only thing, you know, with staying with one company. But, you know, again, I'm OK where I am. And I think what what I enjoy probably the most at this point is having the flexibility to work on what my life looks like outside of work, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, I don't, my job is not, knock on wood, you know, they're not stressing me out or having me, like, hung up with the work in a way that I feel like I can't even, like, wrap my mind around what I want to do when I'm away from it. Like, now, I feel like there's so much more time to just think, even during the day, right? Like, you go to work and you go to a physical office, you pretty much will find ways to consume yourself with the work the entire time you're there, whether sometimes it's by your choice or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. You might <laughs> get sometimes, pulled in. Yeah. Sometimes you show up to work and you're there for eight hours and meetings all damn day. And you can't really even like look at your phone to get your, get away, you know, mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you might be on an eight hour call, but nine times out of 10, you can turn <laughs> that camera off on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Check out what these tweets talking about. See what these tweets talk about. And then get back on, you know, then bring your mind back to task, right? So just right now, I definitely feel fortunate to be, like you said, working from the couch, but I don't feel like I'm living at work. So when 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 these doors open up, I don't know how what my excuse a reason, what my medical condition is gonna be to to keep me home because it is it is it is bothersome the idea of sitting back in somebody's office is it don't sit right with my soul yeah i understand i understand (laughs) okay um okay so the last thing i have is community so um you know we are involved in our communities we try to or yes, I'll say we try to, you know, keep our <laughs> communities front of mind, top of mind and, you know, give back. So 
how do you think you've done with that in the past and where do you see yourself going with that you know in the near future well I mean I used to be real good at it I used to volunteer a lot I was in you know big brothers big sisters in Tallahassee that was dope Mm -hmm. um but then like once I moved and started working I I started focusing more on career and turnups and less on like the block right from a from a giving back perspective yeah and I just never really, you know, never really got back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. I guess it's hard. It's not much to say there, right? I think that's been hard I, for me I want well. to. I want yeah. to. I'm, I make a bunch of excuses why I haven't yet. You know? Yeah. I know the last time we talked, I talked about this opportunity for me to help get involved in a volunteer effort to help girls learn how to code. Mm -hmm. so that's something that you know it was offered up at work but I know that I want to get into figuring out how I can volunteer on my own you know in in ways that are similar to that where they're virtual or digital you know because it yeah it's just hard you can't gather and I would absolutely try to get involved in the past in things that were typically centered around you know community centers YMCA boys and girls club right but can't really do that right now and you know, as usual, digital is the wave of the future anyway. So I want to do something like that. I I feel like that's the hard part with our age group. You know, a lot of things have gone towards just giving money through GoFundMes or, you know, it's always just about maybe like raising funds online, but. Right. Or maybe some tags on on, on the socials. Mm -hmm. It's not that there aren't people out in the community. What'd you say? Google reviews. Yeah, it's there's it just feels like there's less pull to get people into the community. But again, I'm also just probably guilty of not just looking in the right places, you know? Yeah, but I mean, you do support you do you do put your dollars behind a lot of the causes you support, which is more than a lot of people do. Yes. Oh, and you know what? I sent some school supplies over to um, Mikey's high school last year when the when the school year started. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I guess that was like two years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had a whole new year, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, man, those I, kids, those kids are gonna have a story. I don't know what their their generation is gonna be called, but man, I don't know. Gen um Gen Alpha, Gen Z, and Gen, Gen Alpha. <laughs> yeah, man. it's gonna be tough out there. But you know, I just yeah, I need to be a better millennial and give back because you know millennials are kind of hard on the world in terms of what you do for the community how you treat the environment you know Mm -hmm. and I probably need to be giving back and doing my part a little bit more if I'm gonna be you know another critical millennial (laughs) yeah but the generation before us right they were they were so pro-black so pro-community you know they they did a lot you know the marches the sit-ins the protests they they did a lot uh, that that kind of you know shaped who we are and what our world was. So I feel like in in a, in a sense we are you know this generation is very active you know in the community. But in comparison, are we? <laughs> right, right. So yeah, that's something I I know that I'll make sure to make myself available for when the world opens back up more and it, and it's safer to be out with groups. You know, mm-hmm. I, I need to, like, return to that for sure. Like, were, were you with the, the like, the Black Lives Matter protest type stuff, like, before COVID? Um, yeah, I protested before. I um, went to a protest in L.A. 
um, after um, the Trayvon Martin verdict. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually at the protest in Dallas um, after Alton Sterling and Philando Castile were killed. And whew, I don't know if I want to put this on some airways, but let's just say like that shit was tough because it was a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. the officers were peaceful like it was not set up you know with anybody thinking that it was going to end the way it did okay but so that one was kind of tough because i feel like that really incited a lot of what we see now mm-hmm. um especially in terms of that blue lives matter flag like <laughs> that shit i can't stand it so um so yeah, I've I've been to peaceful protests. Okay, so and... so you in the streets, you you sister soldier with it. Okay, <laughs> yes, I I have been in the streets before. Um, and so yeah, it's it's hard though. It's hard because you do still want to be consistent, whether it's having to go to protests or just be active in your community in other ways. You mm-hmm. know, you want to be consistent, and that's where right. I know I can step it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, so what would you, what's your overall grade for yourself in terms of the millennial 80s baby success curve? Let's say, you know, just a, a grade scale, A to F. <laughs> what Ooh, do you okay, give okay, okay. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a strong, with a strong, with a, with a, I almost made it to the next level, but I didn't. So I'm gonna go with an 84. Okay, a B, a solid I'm B. Gonna go, I'm gonna go with the most B, B you can have. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that 84 used to hit like, okay, I tried. I right? did not get an A, but I'm solid. <laughs> right? You're like, hey, a little luck, I would have got that A. I just wasn't lucky this time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of extra luck, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, again, a solid B. Yeah, yeah, because I mean... You know, I got homies and that, you know, not knocking anybody, but man, this is some people that, that don't have the things that I even, you know, take for granted. And there's yeah. some things that I want that I'm not anywhere near, you know, so. Right. Yeah. I would give myself a B plus, you know, maybe an 88. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, like you said, like, I really feel like in some areas I'm doing well, I'm doing great. And I think one of the best, the most important areas rather is, you know, how you think of yourself and how you actually are working on yourself. Right. Cause that, cause that's really all that matters, right? You can compare and contrast and, and evaluate based on every, everybody else's standards and mm-hmm. their opinions, but you still got to do you every day, every night. Exactly. Right. So, you know, we'll work on uh, love and, and marriage and kids and, and my adopted <laughs> baby. <laughs> in but, the garden <laughs> yes but for now you know i am satisfied and solid you know with myself so good for us go us All shout right. out to you being a better you yes and you as well <laughs> hey shout out to us <laughs> all right so okay before we wrap it up we gotta do jukebox with jack Juke. <laughs> Okay, so tell me three songs that you've been listening to that you've had in rotation. Okay, okay, three songs. Uh, is like recent, like time frame or like recent or 
you know, hey, if you have a song that is just like on repeat all the time, you can shout that out too. Okay, I'm going to start right there. I'm going to go because it's just in my mind. And it's not even uh, Bust It by Erica Banks because the goddamn Instagram done put this busting challenge in my life and I've <laughs> never been happier. Now, next week, my screen time is going up for sure. <laughs> oh my god okay Busted. so I, I i don't i don't know the girl but i had to look it up erica banks is her name and uh yeah. it's a hit it's a hit i can i can i can hear that forever okay all right what else <laughs> all right next next joint is gonna come off that jazz that new jazz with sullivan album uh hotels hotels uh the uh the one with her and ari ari uh ari lennox on it on, on it yeah you know, I listened to that one. Mm-hmm. See, I put you on. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. She she was telling her tales. They were telling the tales, okay? <laughs> okay. And then All my right. last joint will be uh, from MF Doom, rest in peace, uh, Figaro. Okay. All right. Yes. Gonna have to listen to that and get familiar with MF Doom's catalog because i admit it shamefully i am lost yeah but you know being being from the south like that just it didn't make it down here that tough like I'm that that was a little south. bit well you know that's my excuse <laughs> okay i was gonna take you with me <laughs> <laughs> thank you okay i'm a surrogate floridian <laughs> nah, 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 chicago <laughs> i mean i was so lost i'm like damn i don't know i've been over here claiming i like hip-hop and everybody knows what just happened except for me like yeah that's you you got no excuse i'm gonna work on it but yes i'm gonna put it on rotation get it on the station head i have not well, you given got, up on huh? do, do, do you tell me the three songs or do i li- do i have to listen in do you have what what's hot on jack's playlist right now um unfortunately not much has changed <laughs> <laughs> so i'm still listening to two chains guys literally just stopped um or just finished listening to um the album again. um i don't know how it's not just like in the rotation for everybody it's amazing um I can't go for that. i'm still listening to a lot of alex isley um and i mean oh my gosh other than that i've been kind of slipping on the music game but <laughs> Yeah, but I will say a song that I could easily listen to on rotation, you know, I probably even mentioned this last time or already on the station head, it's Travis Scott franchise. <laughs> you like that? No, no, I had to listen to it a few times and I still just, I don't like it. I am a Travis Scott stan, happily will admit it. And I just really get into it. And then he made like five music videos for it on Apple Music. Uh, you watched the video. Uh, his visuals are dope. I haven't seen any of the visuals. Thank you. The visuals, like, I've, I'm not even going to spend a lot of time here. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> go go look for yourself. <laughs> right. Like, check out, I mean, check out the Netflix special. Do whatever you got to do. Like, Wait, do you, this- so do, do you have any Travis Scott merch? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Yes, so I have merch. You're you a fan fan. Yes, okay. I do have merch. So yeah, I have merch for the people that I go up for. Okay, okay. 
So I don't I don't have any uh any Sean Carter sneakers, so I can tell you that. Well, you know, he how many of them did he make? <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, we're gonna wrap it up, but thank you, TK, for hopping on. Thank I you appreciate for you. Hey, giving this a another go. I appreciate it. I think we, you know, really got after a lot of the topics that 80s babies are facing every day. So shout out to us. Shout out to the millennials. We got, um, as uh, Mina Harris baby would say, we got Joe Biden and Auntie Day coming up. <laughs> I personally can't wait for it. So Let's do it. hopefully, you know, we'll get through this week unscathed and we can get on to the other side. We will. 2021 literally has to be better. Yes. So with that, big ups to, to you. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And um, yeah, catch you next time. Peace. (laughs) Bye. Well, that's it for today. Thank you again, TK, for joining me. Definitely had a great conversation with you. Anybody that listened, want to talk about 80s babies and millennial stuff a little bit more? Let me know. I'd love to have you on and do a part three, part three. (laughs) Part two, part three, part four of this topic. There's so much to talk about. Um, Thank you, as always, for listening. And again, remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none. Not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. See you next time, guys. Bye.